the Benefits Corner podcast. Thanks for joining us. With each episode, we'll be speaking with business owners, thought leaders, and top performers. Our goal is to provide our audience with interesting, relevant information as it relates to employee benefits, Canadian healthcare, and running a business. Now, we should say up front that the views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those shared by the Benefits Corner nor its host. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. Today's show is brought to you by Aria Benefits, modern advisors backed by experience and technology. Now here's your host, Robin Bailey. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in again to the Benefits Corner. Today we have a very special guest, Crew Gerald Ching, who is head instructor and owner at MAFA, and we'll explain what that is in a little bit. He opened MAFA in 1991. He has trained extensively in martial arts, trained in Muay Thai, Filipino martial arts, Savat, boxing, Jun Fan Jeet Kune Do, had to say that one quite slowly, shoot fighting, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He is also the Canadian national coach for the World Amateur Kickboxing Association, coached the World Kickboxing Federation in Italy in 2016, has a total of 44 medals, and is second in medal count in Canada. Please welcome Crew Gerald Ching. So right off the bat, yeah. I introduced you as Crew yeah. Gerald Ching. What does crew mean? Well, crew means uh, it's an instructor, head instructor. In Thailand, it's, uh, it's actually like a professor ah gotcha uh, yeah so okay. they actually have a muay thai college no kidding in in, in thailand wow yeah so what's uh, involved in getting that designation or that accreditation so basically it's it's just like school you go you go to grade school you go to high school and then you go to uh post-secondary so in muay thai would that be the highest role or designation or is there something above that no there's something above called ajan okay which is master and how do you get there so again it's like graduate school wow yeah so you be, you, you have a master in muay thai so it's called ajan so this is really a lifelong journey then yes it is okay, it is. okay. It very is. cool very cool now Walking around your gym, and, and we'll talk a little bit later about you've moved to a new location, which is really impressive, but I noticed every once in a while I'll see a guy and they'll, and they'll raise their hands almost up into the prayer position and, and, and nod their head and, and, and they're saying something to each other. What First of all, what are they saying? And second, why are they doing that? They're saying Sawadi Cup. Okay. So Sawadi Cup for male and Sawadi Cup for female. So what it is is saying hello or saying goodbye and just giving respects, you know, to to each other. The Thai culture, there's a lot of respect, you know, with the people. You know, it's just like us saying, "Hello, sir. Hello, okay. ma'am." Something like that. I, yeah. I, you know, I like that, and that's something yeah. that's always been appealing me about yeah. martial arts. And I think sometimes there's a bit of a misconception around people come in and they see either a boxing gym or an yeah. MMA gym, yeah. and you know, you're promoting. Um, tough guys your thugs and to my experience it's been very different i think it's up to the owner of 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 the gym of course but i when i walk around your gym i do see a lot of respect amongst the guys is that something you've experienced yeah i mean you know i've i've seen some gyms that don't have what we have it's uh you know we're not a fight gym although we have the national coach and we have you know professional fighters and we have champions and all that 
But, you know, even in Thailand, if you go in there, they're all really killers. But they're all like, it's a community. It's a family-oriented community gym. Yeah. And that's what I try to, you know, copy, you know, with, with, with my facility. Yeah, and, and you and I know a lot of the same people because mm. we've been in the martial arts community for a long time. And I've posted it on social media before, and I've got comments back. You know, I've, I've said something along the lines of some of the nicest guys that I, I've ever met are also killers yeah. in the gym. And, yeah. and I mean killers yeah. by yeah. being very skilled at yes. what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny when people ask you about that yeah. because, you know, what what do you think that's attributed to? Because these are guys that are very skilled at what they do. Yeah. Could could absolutely do some damage on the street and, and people are always doing something silly in their cars and, yeah. and flipping the bird and, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's, it's very rare to hear that someone training in the martial arts community will go off on someone. So what do you attribute that to? Is it, it does it get back down to respect having the knowledge and your ability that you you really don't have to react to anybody yeah so it, it is that it's, it's it's the fact that you do have respect and you and the main thing is the discipline you learn discipline and you learn to focus and control yourself and you already know what you can do you know there's there's no sense proving it you know getting exactly. charged or, yeah, exactly. you, know, you know what no I'm saying that. and most of the time we are focused and we are disciplined because we started hitting each other in the gym already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's yeah. all, all the anger and all... You get that. You know, yeah, it's, it's a all great place to get yeah, that all out. It. Yeah, exactly. Well, you and I are both business owners. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to wanting to start their own business. I know, you know, I've been I've been an entrepreneur since I was 11 years old with yeah. my paper route. And prior to that, I was cutting lawns in, in the neighborhood. So perhaps you can just take us back to about... Um, how and, and maybe even why you started in martial arts and then ultimately how that led to being a head coach and finally opening up your own gym. Well, I started like way back. You know, I was seven years old. My dad and my uncle introduced me to uh, Shotokan Karate. Mm, interesting. But realistically, I didn't get serious till I got to Canada. 1975, when we got to Canada, I started doing Taekwondo with Jong Park. Not too many people uh, know that now because it's, it's all that's gone. A, that's a name from the yeah, past. I yeah, certainly remember yeah. that. John yeah. Park. And then um, I got really serious into it with my brother-in-law, Neil Padilla. And he introduced me to um, Jun Fan Jeet Kundo, Filipino martial arts and Muay Thai. He was going through um, police college at the time. Oh, okay. And he introduced me. And then, you know, after college, I knew back in high school, I wanted to open my own business right. i don't know what it was yeah i was looking for something that i was passionate with that i would enjoy and make money yeah <laughs> you know course. make a yeah. living anyways yes, of course so after we i got married uh, i asked my wife and uh she, we basically said you know what let's open something up uh instead of me going to work let me try this we took our money our wedding money oh your wedding yeah, money no wedding kidding money. and uh, wow. we leased out a, a location Started doing personal training, a nutrition store, and then got into uh, teaching classes. Wow. Talk about a leap of faith yeah, with, with, with the yeah, wedding it, money. It, I don't it, know it, too many people yeah, that go for that. So. Yeah. I kind of like forced her into <laughs> giving me the money. But you know what? I think it worked out. You know, two kids later, you know, been able to put them through university. And now my son's involved, you know. Yeah. 
my daughter is a dancer and she's she's fit you know and um so Adele, it's really a family affair yeah, is it yeah, right yeah right. Adele's a massage therapist she's into health and fitness also and she still comes to train you know once in a while when she can yeah well just just on that point actually that you you brought it up mm-hmm. and, and being in sports and mm-hmm. whether it's martial arts or hockey or baseball you know i've spoken with a lot of people who you know attribute sports as a great way to prepare them for adult life getting a job you know getting into the real world so what are your thoughts on martial arts and how it plays a role in preparing you for life in general so i guess we could take two stints on this one is training as a martial artist as an adult and perhaps as children so way back you know when i was younger the martial arts teaches you discipline respect and focus growing up owning your own business that's what you need mm-hmm. you know i don't think it's just for business it's an everyday life for life yeah. you know having having a focus balance you know the yin and yang for sure you know, that's that's all coming from the martial arts right so having that martial arts background and practicing it and actually using it in real world scenario and in your own business i, I think it works out well yeah where i've seen it and my position has always been because i've trained in much like you have trained in jujitsu and muay thai uh, over the years and and boxing and i always felt that no matter if i was facing these killers on the mats Mm -hmm. and i could survive that then whatever else faced me the rest of the day would be easy Right. And I mean, business yeah. isn't easy, but yeah. I think those are important lessons to learn, whether whether you're young, and, and, and obviously I think probably younger is better, yeah. but even as an adult, uh, I mean, I've, I started martial arts when I was 35 years old, yeah. and I have found it, you know, for me, one, it's been a great release. You know, when we go train, we yeah, train yeah. today, for example, yeah. and, and obviously yeah. I had no breath left. I was, yeah. I was feeling very relaxed by the time yeah. I left, but <laughs> I think it's a great way to um, challenge yourself and I think you can relate it relate it back to the business. Yeah, yeah. So. and and the, the young kids like they start off early, right? Having that respect, that discipline, and being able to work in that that group setting, because a lot a lot of the kids nowadays they stay home, they watch videos, they right. play video games. You know, when you're in the martial arts, you get to interact with with people. You know how to to like you said, you know how to handle adversity. You know. You know, when somebody's picking on you, you're confident that you can do whatever you can to this person, but you're disciplined enough not to do it. Yeah. And walk into any corporate office and you're guaranteed you're going to face that. I know I used to work in that world, so you're definitely going to face that. Definitely. So just getting back to running your own business, I'm sure you've had this comment because I've I've had it over the years. You know, you're sitting down with friends and, and inevitably I'll get the... You're so lucky you run your own business, which I'm, you know, I'm sure you've heard that too. But the reality is there's a lot of headaches with and, and, and challenges with running a company. So what are your biggest challenges as an owner and how do you overcome those challenges? Uh, trying to stay focused, you mm-hmm. know, to follow those process and procedure because you are your own boss. You tend to not sometimes follow those process and procedures. <laughs> okay. The right? boss is exempt. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, it's hard. And, you know, uh, like I said, uh, bringing in my son, I have to be the first one there and I have to be the last one out. I have to clean the toilet. 
I have to make sure the mats are clean to show, you know, the people that, hey, listen, I'm the boss, but yeah, I still do the things that I that needs to be done. So you're wearing a lot of different hats. Yeah. yeah. And and that's the hard part. It's is is getting to to a point like motivation coming into my own business, I don't need it because I am lucky when people like you said, people, oh you're so lucky. I am lucky, but it takes hard work. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it takes hard work. That's the hard part is owning your own business, having fun, and then cutting that off and saying, okay, it's time for business now. Yes, yeah. You know, because it, it is fun, especially the martial arts and having a gym. It's a recreational place. I would place. think people would see that as a pretty cool right. job, yeah, pretty yeah, cool yeah, dream yeah, job, yeah. right? So. It's, a, it's a recreational. Like we, we all joined gyms before. We go there to have fun. Exactly. But for me, it's fun, yes, but I have to cut that time off and make sure that I do the process, the procedures properly so I can focus on building the business. That's the hard part because then I have, like yourself, we're doing business together, I'm training you, but yet we're friends. Yes. So, you know, it's hard to balance. Yes, it, you exactly, know? yeah. Yeah. Well, you brought up a good point before. It always conjures up when my friends say, you're so lucky and, and they see you having fun at my business. Because I do. We have a great yeah. company here yeah. and we do have fun while we're doing it. And, and I've, I have great clients that I've become friends with over the years. Yeah. The old iconic image of seeing the iceberg floating in the ocean and you see the top of the yeah, iceberg and it's yeah. and it's so pretty yeah. and then below is really a massive yeah. massive part of the iceberg yeah. that no one sees and i kind of see that as when friends are looking in on my business they don't see the part or business owners that i look after yeah. all the work that goes in behind the scenes for you know toiling for yeah. years yeah to have this company that appears to be running quite well. Yeah. So, so I think you're right. There's a, there's a lot of people don't see. And I think most business owners at the end of the day would agree, yeah, we are yeah. We're pretty lucky, we're pretty being, lucky being able to do what you oh, love yeah. to do. So yeah. just on that, you've touched on your son a number of times. So, yeah. so I want to get to that. I can relate to that. And I think a lot of the companies that, that I work with uh, can relate to that with bringing kids in or wanting to bring kids. I'm a very proud second generation advisor. You yeah. know, um, like your parents, my, my parents came to Canada with absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. My dad worked in the business for 35 years and I certainly wouldn't be here mm -hmm. without him. And I see a lot of people bringing their kids in or again, hoping to bring them in. And, and you recently brought your son to the business. Mm -hmm. So take me back to the thought process of where you go through, how you make that decision to bring in. And was that something you knew from you know, him being, you know, very young, or is that more of a recent development? For us, it's a recent development because okay. he was actually a very talented martial artist when he was seven years old. He was training in uh, weapons and doing Taekwondo and Muay Thai and the Filipino martial arts with the double sticks and all that. Capoeira, Jiu-Jitsu, he's done it all. And then there was a point in time where 10, 11 years old, he didn't want to be inside the gym. No he grew kidding. Up, yeah, he grew up in the gym and he, he, he didn't want to be in the gym. And recently, you know, he's now 26. In the last maybe three, four years, he started working out and he was enjoying it. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I just let him come in, do his thing. He asked me to work out with him. I worked out with him and then it started showing him some stuff. And then I told him, you know what? Uh, we're getting a new location. Would you be interested? He goes, oh, I would love that. He's a mortgage broker by trade. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's still doing that, but he found he's very passionate when it comes to his health and his, 
his fitness regime. Mm-hmm. So this worked out and he was able to use what he went to school for, which is finance, to do our books, to do our administration, to do all that. And then owning your own business, you know, at 24, 25, if I had that chance, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, what, a, know, what an opportunity. Yeah, and, 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 and so, you know what? I think that's what, you know, parents want for their kids. I yeah. mean, I know Joe, uh, yeah. my business partner, has recently yeah. brought Joseph into the business. Right, and, okay. And he's, so he's, he's a, himself a second generation yeah. advisor. And I know Joe, same as you, didn't want to push yeah. him in a certain direction. Yeah. Um, he actually went to, down to the States on a, on a baseball scholarship and, yeah. and had fun and did all the, the stuff that he wanted to do. Yeah. And when he came back, he, he approached his dad and said, hey, listen, I'd like yeah. to come into the business. And again, not that he's being given anything, but yeah. he's given him being a great opportunity, again, yeah. the same age, about 26, yeah. 27. Yeah. And what an opportunity to come in and have, like you, like your son, a wealth of knowledge to hopefully not kind of make the mistakes that we made along yeah, the way. Yeah. Right? And that's that's a thing. That's what we want for our kids, right? And, you know, the, uh, that opportunity. The gym is is now at that point where it runs itself. Marketing, advertising, we have a good name. So people just come in and he's just got to close them and make sure that, you know, bills are paid. And and he's doing a great job. And yeah. he's loving it. His mom, not too happy. She knows how, you know, volatile owning your own business is. Sure. Because she herself is a business owner. That's right. That's <laughs> right? right. Yeah. So it's not always, you know, like you said, you know, sunshine. It's hard work and he needs to pull his pants up and make sure. sure that he works hard. Yeah. And he is. He is. He's having fun. At the same time, he's working. He's putting in the hours. Yeah. And and yeah. so and so yeah. he should. And and while we're talking about all these young yeah. bucks and we're talking yeah. about Ryan here, yeah. last question for all the young entrepreneurs, you know, the the hungry, smart, driven people out there. They're about to enter the real world or they're just beginning to enter the real world. What advice would you give them? And maybe as a follow-up question, what advice should they ignore? For me, it's I would tell them, find something that you love. Find something that you're passionate and make a living out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you were working for McDonald's, if I was working for McDonald's and I love McDonald's and yeah, a fitness guy loving <laughs> McDonald's, I start up from the bottom. I could own one one day Mm -hmm. because I love the you know and I believe in it and I'm passionate you know Uh, just like the martial arts nobody nobody can really make you can't be a millionaire if you're just doing martial arts to become a millionaire sure but if you actually are passionate about it and you're good at it you can make a good living okay and I think I'm making a good living I mean not bad you know I'm 53 now and I haven't worked for anybody. Yeah, you you said you you started the the gym in back in 1991. I mean, so I've yeah, done corporate so. jobs and all that, and I went full time 2007. So 2007 to 2018 now. That's how I've been paying my bills and living my life and bought a house and you know what I'm saying? Like it's because I'm passionate about it. Travel the world, mm-hmm. you know. So paid off for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, paid off for well, me. Well, that that's that's fantastic. So, mm. any advice that young people coming into the workforce should ignore? Any should any advice ignore. that you hear? They say, "Oh my God, uh, don't listen to those people." They should ignore. I don't think they should think about the money. Don't go into a business thinking 
you want to make money because if you're passionate and you're focused and you love what you're doing money will come yeah so if somebody tells you oh open up this type of business or going to or going to you know IT you know IT makes a lot of money but if you're not happy with it yeah you're not you it doesn't matter how much money you make yeah it's advice. not going to be a good career for yeah, you totally agree i mean yeah. it's like my business yeah. i mean my business partners talk about financial planning and estate planning and, and we joke around my eyes will just glaze over as they start talking about <laughs> yeah. it but in the employee benefits side it's yeah. something i've done since 1996 yeah. i still love it i'm yeah. still passionate about it yeah. it's kind of geeky it's not as a yeah. cool job as owning a martial arts gym <laughs> yeah. but for me i love it so yeah. well let's wrap it up there this is great thanks for doing this how do people get in touch with you and find out maybe a little more about the gym and what you guys are doing over there uh www.martialartsfitnessacademy.ca we're on facebook mafa1991 instagram the club mafa and they can call us 905-607-6232-2295 Dunwin Drive that's Mississauga Ontario all right that's great yeah. thanks for doing awesome. this we'll see you Thank next you. time okay all right okay friends so that's it for today's show let me know if you have any questions about the show or if there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast would love to hear your feedback Best way to reach me, of course, is rbailey at ariabenefits.ca and be sure to check out the new website, www.ariabenefits.ca or simply reach out to me at Robin Bailey on LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on The Benefits Corner.